Welcome to another exciting episode of Wealth Channel Academy with Michael Johnston. Michael is on a mission to radically simplify retirement planning and investing. With straightforward and actionable strategies, Wealth Channel Academy is your guide to financial independence and a worry-free retirement. Hi, I'm Michael Johnston. I'm one of the co-founders of Wealth Channel and the host of Wealth Channel Academy. You're going to have a couple of aha moments in this episode because I'm going to present retirement planning to you in a very unique way. And when you look at it from this perspective, a couple of things will just snap into place. And once they do, you will feel way more confident in your ability to build towards a worry-free retirement. So let me start at a very high level. There are three phases in life. The first is your pre-earnings, essentially when you're in school. Second is your earning or your accumulation phase. This is your working years. And then third is retirement or your de-accumulation phase. Now, during your working years, you have income. You have money coming in the door in the form of your paycheck, and you have expenses. You have money going out the door for things like groceries, a car payment, mortgage, tuition for your kids, and hopefully setting aside some money each month into savings. Now, once you retire, your high-level situation actually doesn't change that much. You still have expenses, though they might be different than they were while you were working. So for one, you won't be saving for retirement anymore. And some other expenses might disappear too. You might not spend on commuting or work clothes. And the big one for a lot of people, retirement coincides with no longer having dependents. In other words, you don't have to pay for your kids anymore. Now, retirement might also coincide with paying off your mortgage. Another expense goes away, but you'll add some new expenses. You might want to travel more than you did while you were working, for example, and your entertainment budget might go up as well. Now, depending on your ideal retirement lifestyle, you might see your expenses go up or down, but regardless, you'll need to pay for these expenses without a paycheck. So essentially, retirement planning is planning for how to replace that paycheck once you stop working. Now, Social Security is a piece of the puzzle, but it is not designed to be a complete replacement. This is a huge misconception that people have. I don't know where it comes from, but let's squash it right now. Now, Social Security can be a complex topic, but I'll simplify it for you. In general, it's designed to replace about 35% of your income, and I'll show you how that happens. So while you're working, you contribute 6.2% of your gross wages to fund Social Security. You might have seen a line called FICA as a deduction on your pay stubs. And then your employer matches that contribution with another 6.2%, and that brings your total contribution to 12.4%. And by the way, if you're self-employed, you put in that entire amount. And then once you turn 65, the flow of money reverses and you start to receive payments from Social Security. Now, what you can expect to receive in Social Security depends on how much you paid in, which depends on how much you made. Because again, your total contributions, including your employer's contributions, are about 12.4% of your gross wages. Now, the exact benefits calculation is progressive in a sense, similar to our tax system, in that people who made less will have a higher percentage of their salary covered by Social Security during retirement. So if your average salary during your working years was $75,000 adjusted for inflation, Social Security would be about $32,000 a year. That means it would replace about 43% of your income. Now, if you made twice that, $150,000 annually, Social Security would be about $45,000 a year. So that's a bigger dollar amount, but only about 30% of your income. 
So future episodes are going to dive a bit deeper into Social Security, including a more detailed explanation of the benefits calculation and whether there's a risk of Social Security going away, and a strategy to increase your benefits by waiting a bit longer to start receiving checks. Now, regardless of the exact percentage, Social Security is just one piece of the puzzle. So let's say it's going to replace 35% of your paycheck. And again, that percentage might be higher or lower, depending on how long you worked and how much you paid into the system. So where is the rest going to come from? Well, there's two possible sources. So some Americans will have a defined benefit pension from their employer. So essentially, a defined benefit pension means that your employer will send you a check each month, even after you stop working. Now, unlike Social Security, there is not a uniform formula for calculating pension benefits because every employer does it a little bit differently. And again, future episodes are going to dive into this a bit more detail, but I can give you a simplified example. So let's say your employer structures a pension to provide 2% of your final salary for every year you worked. So if you worked for 20 years for this employer and your final salary was $100,000, you'd receive pension benefits of $40,000 a year. 20 years times 2% per year times your final salary of $100,000. Now, unfortunately, you probably don't have a defined benefit pension for your employer. These used to be fairly standard, but employers have shifted away from them over the last several decades. Some government employees, including cops and firefighters and teachers, still have defined benefit pensions, but most private sector companies have shifted towards so-called defined contribution plans instead. Okay, so if Social Security is designed to replace about 35% of your salary and your employer doesn't offer a pension plan, then how do you replace the rest of your paycheck and cover your anticipated expenses in retirement? So the short answer is you set aside money during your working years, you invest into assets like stocks and bonds, and you accumulate a nest egg or a retirement portfolio that is going to generate income in retirement. Now, you're not entirely on your own here. Your nest egg is not going to be just the money that you set aside. So in many cases, your employer will also make contributions to your retirement savings. This is typically called a defined contribution plan. I alluded earlier to this replacing defined benefit pension plan. But more importantly, your investments are going to grow. The stocks that you buy will pay dividends and the bonds that you buy will pay interest and you'll use that money to buy more stocks and more bonds, and it will begin to snowball. And this is a beautiful thing. It means that you put your money to work and it grows without any input required from you. It grows while you sleep. And in many cases, this ends up being the source of most of your retirement nest egg. So I'm showing a chart here that assumes you start saving $500 a month when you're 25, and your employer contributes $250 a month as well. And you invest those into a portfolio that returns a very modest 6% a year. So by the time you're 65, that nest egg has grown to about $2.4 million. Now you've put in about 472,000 of that. Your employers contributed another 235,000. And the rest, about 1.7 million, has come as a return on this investment. So one quick note here, I keep saying retirement account, singular, but you'll probably have more than one account. For example, many Americans will have a 401k, an IRA, maybe multiple IRAs, including a Roth IRA. So when you retire, you go from accumulation mode to deaccumulation mode, and you start drawing down from this account. And this is what replaces the rest of your paycheck in retirement. So that is what you're trying to accomplish with retirement planning. You need to accumulate a retirement account that is big enough to fund the difference between your social security income and your expected expenses. 
So the first thing you need to do is figure out what are your expenses. And I have a couple of prior episodes that walk through exactly how to do that. And then once you figure out that side of the scale, you can turn to the income side. So you'll want to figure out what your Social Security payments will be that you'll be receiving. And once you know that, you calculate the gap between that amount and your expenses, and then you'll know what you need to bring to the table. That's how much income you'll need your retirement portfolio to provide during retirement. And then once you have a handle on that, you can determine how much you need to save to be confident that your portfolio will be generating enough income throughout your retirement. So all of those are topics of upcoming episodes. So if you found this to be helpful, be sure to subscribe now. That's it for today's show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help spread the word to other investors. And we'll be back soon with another episode.